Good morning, squad, and super happy Thursday, and welcome back to Mad Missy Sports Morning Show. And we gotta start it off with, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Football is back, baby. What a most joyous time of the year. The most wonderful time of the year. This is the best time of the year for us top competitors, man, to have the ultimate sport of the NFL and football back with meaningful football, kicking it off with the Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams and SoFi Stadium, where we ended off the 2022 NFL season to host the Buffalo Bills to kick off the 2022 NFL football season. Oh my goodness, I am so so excited. I'm like a kid on Christmas morning. You get what I'm saying? Like, can they kick off already? Can they kick off? Can, can, can I open the presents? Can I open the presents? You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm jittery right now. You feel me? Like, I, I love this sport to the utmost. It's my number one sport, and I'm just super excited for this season. But to kick off the season, we got to break down game one of the season, the Los Angeles Rams and the Buffalo Bills. And what's the key matchup for this game? And what's my prediction for the winner of the season opener for the 2022 NFL season? For me, the top matchup is who can handle situational football better? Who gonna convert more third downs? Who gonna score more touchdowns in the red zone? Who gonna end off the halves better? The last time we seen the Buffalo Bills they were giving up, what, 80 yards and 13 seconds to the two best players on the Kansas City Chiefs, then lost the toss, and then lost the game. Now we got a whole new, you know what I'm saying, playoff lineup because they defense couldn't get a stop on Kansas City Chiefs. And the last, and retrospectively, the last time we seen the Los Angeles Rams, they beat on the Cardinals. They finished off Tom Brady closing down the stretch, Cooper Cup up the middle. They closed out my Niners. Cooper Cup up the middle. They closed out the Bengals, Aaron Donald up the middle. You feel what I'm saying? So you look at the two teams in retrospect, the Los Angeles Rams were the best team last year in situational football in the playoffs. And you look in retrospect, the Buffalo Bills are probably the worst team. How do you give up 80 yards and 13 seconds to the two best players on the scene? Get a stop, B. They got they out there changing the whole format for the playoffs and all that because y'all can't get a stop. Come on, man. So in my opinion, I do not see the Los Angeles Rams coming out and slipping up. I think Sean McVay's 5-0 against the Buffalo Bills in his career. I see it going to 6-0. I see it being about a 24-20 win. I'ma see the Los Angeles Rams executing a lot better in the red zone. I see some field goals coming from the Buffalo Bills, and that's going to result in a loss. I see the Los Angeles Rams kicking off their season with a W, um, just being a better situational football team as they ended last year than the Buffalo Bills. That's my opinion. I'm going with the Rams 24-20. Yeah, let's move off of the NFL. Let's move into college football. And to me, what's the most intriguing matchup this Saturday in college football? For me, college football doesn't really get too intriguing until the interconference play starts, until the conference play starts, until Big Ten plays Big Ten, until SEC plays SEC, until Big 12 plays Big 12. Because 
the lower level schools, they just don't have the talent to keep up with the bigger power five schools. But looking into this Saturday's matchup, I'm looking at this BYU versus Baylor matchup. You got BYU, I believe, at 21 right now. I think Baylor's ranked at number nine right now. But I'm more so looking at this matchup to see how it goes as far as like competitive nature, uh, racial racially and um sportsmanship wise because not too long ago the south carolina girls women's basketball team decided to cancel their game with byu following the news that they were berating uh rachel richardson with racial slurs during their volleyball match so with the reaction to that news being released and that south carolina basketball team predominantly black i'm presuming saying they don't want to compete against BYU, it's going to be very interesting to see how Baylor reacts and to see how this game goes, if it gets out of hand or in general, because I, some light needs to be sh shed on, on what's still going on out here. We cannot have kids berating other kids. We cannot definitely have adults berating kids with racial slurs and thinking that's okay because it's in the heat of competition or whatever the case, whatever excuse you want to have. That's not okay. So I got my eye keenly on this BYU versus versus Baylor matchup just to see how it goes as far as sportsmanship, racial, and then the result. I want to see how Baylor looks. Um, I was a I, I liked BYU. I'm not gonna say I like BYU, but when Zach Wilson was there, I definitely kept an eye on him. He was a big playmaker. A lot of big names come out of BYU. It's a huge school. So hey, listen, y'all y'all gotta tighten up out there because I know it's more so. Like they, they got like, um, you gotta sign like a, a letter of celibacy before you go to BYU, all this, all this extra stuff. You feel what I'm saying? So check yourselves as far as like normal everyday moral things that you can fix before you telling kids not to have sex, please. But before I end off episode eight, Thursday edition and get ready for the Thursday night, Sunday, 2022 NFL kickoff of the Rams versus the Bills. Let's give some tribute to some legends that decided to hang it up yesterday. Now, I'm going to save the GOAT for last because she reiterated throughout her season that this was going to be her last year. But I want to chime in on Emmanuel Sanders, 12 seasons in the NFL, two-time Pro Bowler, one-time Super Bowl champ with my Broncos. Well, not my Broncos. They was my Broncos was Peyton when Peyton was there. But... One Super Bowl champ with my with, with Peyton Manning and the Broncos. Um, his career, I felt like his career could have been a lot better if he had stayed with a quarterback like Peyton Manning. You look at his career and his statistics when he played with Peyton Manning, he was averaging a thousand yards a year, about 80 to 90 catches a year. Then it's when Peyton retires and that production dips, it kind of climbs back up as he goes to New Orleans. Doesn't really do too much in Buffalo because you got Stefan Diggs. So um, for me, um, it's a good time. Still young. Get your money. Get out of here. You got your ring. Tip my cap to him. And he played for my Niners. Should have had two Super Bowls if it wasn't for a missed opportunity. But um, definitely a good, explosive wide receiver in this time in the NFL. And I appreciated his game, Emmanuel Sanders. But... To chime in on the GOAT, Sue Bird playing her last WNBA game last night. Man, it just symbolizes what's coming down to what's going to be the end of one of the 
probably the greatest athletic era in sports history when you talk about Serena Williams and tennis, Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, Novak Djokovic, and men's side of tennis. You think about LeBron James, Stephen Curry, and basketball. You think about um, Tom Brady and football. You think about Sue Bird, WNBA. You think about Tiger Woods, golf. This probably like early 2000s, these past 20 years, 22 years in sports have quite possibly been the best, most competitive years in sports history. And Sue Bird had a lot to play with it. 13-time NBA All-Star, 14-time WNBA champ, two-time national champ, four-time gold medalist. Oh my goodness. Tip my cap to the queen, the legend, the myth. You know, like these women, y'all deserve y'all praise and that's why I'm doing this because the, the, the same thing y'all accomplished, the same praise that a Kobe would get, the same praise that a LeBron should get, is the same praise that a Serena should get, is the same praise that a Sue Bird should get. They put in probably even more work because they don't have the athleticism to rely on. They don't have the size to rely on. You get what I'm saying? It, it, it's beautiful to see what these women have accomplished without even having like those pioneers to look out to, to look up to. Serena's the pioneer. Sue's the pioneer. It's, it's beautiful and um, it's a blessing to be alive during this era. What a time to be alive. You get what I'm saying? But let me know what y'all think. Who y'all got tonight and what's the top matchup tonight in the Bills versus Rams and so far with the Rams unveiling their, uh, their Super Bowl banner. Let me know what y'all think. Y'all know what it is. Like, comment, share, subscribe, alert. Listen, Busy World ENT, Mad Busy Sports Morning Show. Gang.